Yes. Welcome back to the Take Cave. It is Friday, April 9th. We've got a big show for you before we send you into the weekend. We're going to start with King and Clown before jumping around to a bunch of different leagues. It's a big news show today. Um, so we're going to talk, we're going to wrap up NCA March Madness. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about NFL draft wise, a lot of big predictions and just feedback based off what we've been hearing uh, before we end up with just like, I guess MLB, it's not, we haven't seen that much MLB yet, but I don't know, just an introduction to the year because sooner than later, that's all we're going to have to talk about. So uh, may as well start it now. Uh, and yeah, without further ado, let's roll. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double chance does what the I'm not wants. here to hang with Ohio State. I'm here to beat Ohio State. In the end zone. I think I got my swagger back. You play to win the game. Hello? His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Benjamin, guys, he's 6'5", he's 245 pounds. He's probably a Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end. All right, before we jump into anything, I do want to shout out the winners of the Take Cave Tournament Challenge. Uh, Coming in first place, we had um, a recurring guest, someone that's been on the podcast a few times, Pat Gallagher. Congratulations, Pat Gallagher. Is that a coincidence that they've been on the podcast a bunch of times? I don't think so. I I don't think so. I mean, when you do the math, I think it just kind of adds up. Take Cave equals winning. Yeah. Take cave equals bets. Take cave oh. equals money. All three, all three of the uh, top three had Baylor winning. In second place, we had Patrick Flynn, and in third place, we had Mitt P eighteen. Congratulations, Mitt. Mitt, if you are out there, we 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 applaud. Or I don't know. We encourage you to come get your winnings. It's probably about I don't know. What would you say? Three hundred bucks. Yeah, it's a huge amount waiting for Mitt. And the problem is I've talked to some people that know Mitt and apparently he doesn't get out of bed till 5 p.m. So it makes it tough to communicate with him. Yeah, it would really be a shame if the algorithm on Instagram didn't show him that we had an episode coming out to like let him know. And then he yeah. just totally missed it. And then we just keep the money. Like that would really suck. <laughs> this is I, a lot of money for Mitt P. God, I just hope that doesn't happen. That would yeah. really be a, that would just be a big bummer, you know? I mean, we spend it. We definitely spend it, but. Oh, cool stuff. Yeah. Like maybe a new studio. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, we could get like Matt maybe we'd Mopez. spending it on turning Mitt P's room into the new studio. That could really And he'd work. be like, Where'd you get all this money? And we're like, it was supposed to be yours. And he doesn't wake up till five, so we could probably So get we could get early. it all done before he was awake. I mean, you're used to getting up at five for fishing, anyways. I say we pretend like it's a fishing day. We get up, all we right. go to Mitt P's room. We cut, we're, we're pretty quiet. We put headphones on him, maybe some uh, some white noise. Yeah, put some white noise in his ears, and then we just get to work, turn it into a studio. Uh, we take his mattress, we put him on an air mattress, and then we just float him out onto a nearby lake. Yeah, um, I, I don't see any flaw on that plan. All right, and we're going to do that on a $300 budget. So uh, <laughs> that'll definitely happen. We're going to do fun. all that and make the studio with $300. <laughs> and content, content yeah. during that. 
We promise. Um, anyways, do you want to get to King and Clown? Uh, yeah, I'll start it up with uh, King. So my first King is actually going to be Brooks Kepka because he's playing this year's Masters hurt, and he's still giving it all, giving it his all out there. I actually, I wanted to talk a little Masters later too because we are getting into that. I guess I kind of forgot to mention that in the intro. But yeah, Brooks is my guy. I actually, I wanted to ask you this because right. I had a really big like choice to make in my life recently. My Twitter banner. Everyone knows Twitter banners are very important. If you don't know it, it's not the circle. It's like the uh, yeah, rectangle on top. Yeah. The banner on top of your What's Twitter your profile. So yeah, currently... I have the picture. I want everyone to get their, their thinking brains out All right. and just imagine this. So it's the scene. It's the scene where Jordan Belfer and, um, and Wolf of Wall Street, he's trying to get into his car, but he had just taken the Quaaludes and he's just got <laughs> the phone at the country club and he's got his foot stuck up at the car. Yeah. I think it's just a cool looking picture that yeah. fits perfectly into a horizontal frame. But okay. I recently kind of wanted to change that. The to the Brooks, of, like a Brooks Kepka, yeah. like he's kind of looking like Waluigi and yeah. um in a uh, fucking Mario. But yeah. anyways, anyways, I thought I'm really torn between which one I go with because I think I, both I think you change it. Look. You've had the same one for a while. I've recently changed mine. Okay, what's yours? I used to have uh Cam Newton like dancing in the Patriots red practice jersey. I I made it right when they signed him. I was kind of excited. <laughs> um, I kept it like that for the whole season without realizing as he continued to spike balls into the turf. And then a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I kind of want to change this. I thought of something cool, and I changed it to like the pic of Tyler Hero when he's like making making that face. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. That, that's so fitting for you. Yeah. That, that's just like. <laughs> You're such a hype. I don't know. I feel like that I, kind of stuff. I, I like Tyler Hero. I like the way he plays, you know, on and off the court. Okay. All right. I like that. Um, I'm going to follow up this one. I'm going to go with the Kings of New York as my king. Okay. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard a lot of talk about, and I'm not talking about basketball because we talked about that Knicks Nets rivalry a yeah. lot before. I want to transition. All to right. Hold, quick, quick thought on Knicks Nets. So the other day during the uh, national championship, um, we were up, me and a couple of my buddies were at Buffalo Wild Wings and like, we were paying attention to the national championship and the Phillies Mets game. And then we like look over into the far corner and on this TV, there's quality that looks like it's out of like the 1990s is the Nets versus Knicks. And like, I keep asking my buddy, like, this can't be live, right? Like, this is not going on. And he's like, no, like this is happening. And like the game just like, looked like you couldn't even watch it. That was actually a great game too. Two point game. Yeah, Julius. Julius Randle's son was actually crying after that game too. Did you see that? Really? No, I didn't. I, I, I must was, have missed it. He was walking out of the stadium and he saw a picture of like a Nets graphic on the wall and he started pointing at like Kevin Durant and crying because like, I don't even remember why. But I mean, I think that kid is just pretty smart. He knows Kevin Durant is a horrible person and yeah. he figured that out. I've come anyways, around as we've talked about, but. No, no, we're not doing that right now. Um, anyways, anyways, the Kings of New York, the New York Yankees, Yes, they're only three and three right now, but they're hot. They're two. They're two for their last one. And all this Nets talk, or all oh, sorry, all this Mets talk coming into the year. I was like, we got Lindsay Orr. We have an owner who can spend money. And, and we and you should be thanking me as a Phillies fan for just winning that series two to one against the Mets. 
You know, thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, as you were saying about the Mets or the, the Yankees, I am in this really serious fantasy baseball league this year. Not the one that as I'm in with you. Not the one that I'm in with you. That one is not serious. I would I would <laughs> honestly argue that mine is more serious or ours is more serious than yours. Okay. Um, but anyway, so it's like the 11th round and I need an outfielder. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, Aaron Hicks is still there. He's pretty good for the Yankees. I pick Aaron Hicks. He bats third for the Yankees, and I think he has like one hit. Can you tell me what's going on? It's early in the year. It's hey, this is an unprecedented season. I do it's have Aaron season, Judge though, and he's playing well. So it's a season unlike any other. It's early. Uh, he's just got to acclimate a little bit. And hey, well, Gardner Gardner also had to play for him because yeah. he couldn't play the other night. So is, is Hicks just, the best hitter on the team? Is that why he bats third? Is Hicks? I mean, the Yankees are a very balanced team. It's kind of just who's hot, really. It changes a lot. Well, Hicks is not hot. Well, people regard – I'll say people regard Judge as, like, the star of the Yankees, but he even gets – he can be frustrated to watch. Say, like, where would you rank uh, Hicks as a Yan- – like, in the Yankees lineup as a hitter? Is he fully healthy? Because he's hurt a lot. Yeah, fully healthy. Just say that. <sighs> okay. I'd probably put him, I would say third. I'd put him over Giancarlo. I'd probably put him under and- Judge. Yeah, I DJ, put him under Judge. Put him under DJ. DJ too, right? Definitely, DJ is definitely the best yeah. in the Yankees. Um, maybe Gary. No, not Gary. Clint, Gary's, Clint. Gary's just frustrating. What about Frazier? He's a guy who get hot. That's what I'm okay. saying. There's it's it's hard to rank because there's not a lot of consistency. It's a lot of week by week basis. I would say at best he's three. At worst he's like four or five. All right, sounds good. All right, uh-huh. um, I'll jump into my clowns. I have two. Wait. Is this the thing where we alternate, or do I give them both? I always forget. You know, just like always, we're gonna all we're gonna <laughs> alternate again. I know you. I know you always get confused about this every time that comes up, but we're gonna alternate. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna save. I have two clowns. One is right now, and then the other is gonna be for like a future clown. So I'll save that one for a second. Um. My first clown is Mark Few because like this is your second time getting to the national championship game, and like this time you just get blown out. Like you were like expected kind of to get blown out by North Carolina a couple years ago, and you only lose by six. Here you come in as a five point favorite, and you get smoked. Like that was just embarrassing. Like I don't think anyone in the country actually. I, saw I don't it think coming. they'll ever go back to a national championship. Like at least he won't. Mark Few. What do you? I'd be willing to bet. I think this it, was it. Like this was their chance. All right, first game back next year. Does Mark Few still have a job at Gonzaga? People are asking. People are starting to question. May, you know, maybe he's just coaching for his job. I could, I could see that. If he loses, if he loses two games in, uh, in the West next year, he could be gone. He could yeah, be gone. Uh, the WCC. What does that stand for? The West Coast Conference. Yeah, I guess yeah. it does. I, I always forget what their conference is until maybe, yeah. maybe the, the Elite Eight. I've heard it enough by the Elite so many, Eight that I so remember. So many like conferences out there, you know, like Western Conference. The, Mount, the Mountain West, the Mountain East. Mountain East, yeah. Can't forget about the Mountain East Conference. I see <laughs> um, All right, what's your clown? Yeah, I like that clown. My clown, so I'm just going to set the scene a little bit here. I get, I leave my apartment maybe 10 a.m. this morning. I come back. I just got a nice workout and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling ready to attack the day. And I met with some horrible news. Do you, do you have any idea what this news is? No, what is it? No news? Okay. Here it is. It's a proposed plan in the NFL where they're supposed okay. to pass a plan where all oh, the, the jersey, new jersey. I like that. All the jersey like regulations we had been used to in the professional football league, the national football league, they're just gone. And everyone seems to like it. This 
this ruins the game. This ruins the integrity of the NFL, which I usually think is a stupid thing for someone to say, but college is college and NFL is NFL. I like, I like being able to look at a player and know what position he's going to play. I don't want to see a guy who could be a tight end. He could be, a, he could be a tight end. He could be a linebacker. He could be a defensive end. I like to know exactly what position he is, or at least narrow it down. Now we're just going to see a million guys out there, and it's just going to be like, are, are you seriously going to be happy? Such, you are such like uh, you're like you're acting like like a blue check mark on Twitter. Like who's not excited for the new jersey numbers in the NFL? This you're ruins. Like, oh, the it's going to ruin the game. Yeah, you're literally like like uh, can't can't mess with it. I, I think it's cool. Like, don't you want to see Zeke rocking fifteen? No, I don't. I, okay, hold on. If he's doing 15 on a different team, yeah. I'm cool with that. As long as it's not in a Cowboys jersey, sure, I don't care. What if what but, if 15 like brought him back to like his Ohio State self? Would you be willing to do it? Um, I'd be willing to strike a deal, but only for Zeke. Okay. No one else. No one else besides That's, Zeke. What about CD Lamb wearing two? That would be cool. He's wearing one of the. He's wearing maybe the most iconic number on a team of all time. The 88 on the Cowboys. Yes. Name name a better number on a on a specific team than 88 on the Cowboys. Seven on LSU. No, I'm talking about the NFL. Okay. Um, 12 on the Patriots. Always will be respected. No. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. You can't go wrong. That's not even your favorite team. You can't say that anymore. Yes, the season's uh, over. I'm back. <laughs> Once the season starts and you realize the Bucks are still wavering the Patriots, I bet you're back on top I was, of that. I was having a conversation with one of my friends the other day, and we were like, I was like hyping up the Patriots, like, um, like oh, look at all these signings we made. Like, I can't wait for the season. And then he just looked at me, and he's like, I think they're still going to suck. And, like, I took a second, and I was like, yeah, I kind of do too. <laughs> that's, that's what I was trying to tell you when this was happening, and you're like, no, like we're being so aggressive. I love it. We've got we got Hunter Henry. Like we got the top. We we signed both the top two tight ends in fantasy. Like, is John Smith even that good? He's like a system tight end, in my opinion. Yeah, like, like I feel like I feel like he's just good because like you give it to Derrick Henry, you give it to Derrick Henry, then, oh, play and then there's Johnny Smith, <laughs> and he throws it to John Smith, who's like, like oh, I he was coverage with like a middle linebacker. <laughs> yeah, um, is he your clown? Anyways, well, I, I wanted to keep going on my clown because I'm still pretty mad about it. I'm Wait. just going to read this off. I'm oh, yeah. Are we going. still in the middle of the story? I totally. <laughs> Which story? Of you, what you're coming home to. Oh, yeah. And then I got in an argument with my roommates, and they were trying to say what you were saying. Like, it's really not that big a deal, Dugan. Like, calm down. Like, stop yeah. breaking stuff. Stop breaking stuff, Dugan. Like, sit down, relax. And I'm like, I don't think I could do that right now. Listen to this. So, quarterback, punter, and kicker is going to stay the same. It's going to be one through 19. Running back, tight end, and wide receiver, 1 through 49 and 80 through 89. If I see a tight end who's, like, number two, I might just boycott the NFL. I honestly I honestly might yeah, be that the would point be weird. Where I agree. This, is good. this could totally ruin the game for me because guys in college, they can pick whatever number they want, which Breaking I'm news. okay with. It's, it's you college football. out on the NFL if a tight end wears number two? <laughs> I might become a big CFL guy. I know. And then, and then you turn on the CFL and in the first game, like the quarterback's running like 30 and you're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, the fact that there's three downs and the wide receivers get a running start might turn me off, but I, I didn't know. even know that. <laughs> yeah, no one knows that. Like every time I go on vacation, I feel like whatever hotel I'm in always has a CFL game on for some reason. Yeah. That, I'm out on the that CFL. Might, that might be a weird thing. That, that's just not football. It's just yeah. not football. Like give it a different name. Um, let me read off a couple more here. At least defensive line, 50 is the lowest they can go. Linebacker can go one through 59 and 90 through 99. Uh, for a linebacker, 
Do you not see I'm the issue now? I'm just gonna let you go. I'm just gonna let you go. Do you I don't not really see care, the issue with that. No, I don't. All right, a defensive back. Jersey. Defensive back, one through 49. Okay, a wide receiver could be two. A defensive back could be two. That's so confusing. Like, who is who? They do that in college all the time. Like, aren't you used to it? But it's college. This is the pros. They're getting paid money now. I honestly now. Got... feel like this would be, like, an issue that I should be mad about. And, like, you would tell me to not care, but it's totally opposite. No, this is so different. This is, like, you know me. I'm, I'm kind of a bit more of a rules guy than you. Yeah, you and... are. <laughs> I mean, I just when I see something how, like, like this, I, my question to you is like, is this really going to affect your experience watching the game? You can confidently say yes. Yes. And I don't like it because all the players, they love it because they're like, I can wear my college jersey now. Like, this is sick. So it's obviously not going to get shut down now that it's like in motion. <laughs> Unless you uh, I mean... show up. <laughs> Unless you show up in a fiery rage and you're just persistent. How about this? How about I take this to the Supreme Court? I just. I get, I don't know. I don't really know any lawyers per se. I've, I've experienced, I've dabbled in being an agent before. Okay. Once my senior year of high school, I took a law class and I was named most outstanding performer of the trial. So <laughs> do you know any laws like other than like just the amendments? Yeah. Um, I know some laws. <laughs> some, you want to give me one? <laughs> it depends. Some, on dis- some, depends give me a loophole. Just, give a me a loophole for you. Yeah, so you can take this to the Supreme Court. Um, maybe you could say that this that you uh, that you watching the the game on TV and the numbers being changed is an infringement on your right to bear arms. That could be true. Uh, you might. I'm actually gonna challenge you to maybe look at the books a little more because I'm not sure how how well that's gonna hold up in court. But I like this idea. I might go out and hire a better lawyer than you. Um, but you could be part of the team. You could be like. <laughs> I really don't uh, see any lawyer who's going to take this case, but you're an apprentice right now. Are you serious? This could yes. be big time. So this could serious. be, this could be what a budding lawyer needs okay. to take their okay. career to the next All level. All right. No, serious. Next podcast. I think we should try to find a lawyer and you should pitch this idea and see what happens. I'm done with that. All right. Our goal until now from then is to just find some random lawyer that will come on the podcast. Uh, any lawyer. Does it, does it matter any what lawyer. field? No. Any, like, so he could be in bird law. He could be in elder law. He yeah. could be in. We we're not very insurance. specific. Yeah, yeah. They probably know more than us, so we'll be cool with that. All right, is um, it back to my clown? It's back to your clown. All right, future. Uh, my future clown is going to be the San Francisco 49ers on draft night because I'm pretty sure they're going to draft Mac Jones. Oh my God, I'm so mad about this. I was gonna I was gonna wait to talk about this in the NFL draft segment, but. I, I hate I hate the period leading up to the draft. Know. I, I mean, I, kinda, I, guess, I guess like Mac Jones could. I mean, me and you have some in, insider information on Mac Jones that we're not in any position to share. So sorry, but we're um, not sharing it. Um, but maybe for a small sum of money. <laughs> if I, anyone wants to offer, <laughs> it's a side project. Slide into our DMs if you need. If you want Mac oh. Jones information, we would probably be willing to sell for anywhere. From like five dollars, but like the good stuff, we've known a couple different yeah, stories. Maybe I'd ten say, bucks. I'd say some the good stuff could go for triple digits. Oh, wow, we're really asking for a lot. Um, yeah, but anyway, like if I think Kyle right- Shanahan, hold on, if Kyle Shanahan's out there and he's looking for a little intel on uh his future, his future golden boy, I don't think I don't think he would mind spending maybe even like a grant, a yeah. whole grand. 
when Kyle Shanahan <laughs> sends us a thousand dollars for our informational nectar instead of the day. Which we are investing straight into Mitt P's room, soon to be our studio. Yeah. Oh. Um, um, so yeah, that's my clown. I'd love to see it happen though, and somehow Justin Fields fall to fifteen. But oh my god, we'll see. We were talking about this. I I was texting you, and I keep saying. I thought you were like completely out of line when you said that like Justin Fields could be there for the Patriots. And I think they might they'd have, have to, to trade up. I think they might, might have to move up a couple of spots. I think you're right there. Maybe if they get to like, I don't 10 think or it'd 11. be too much. Like, yeah, to add. honestly at 15, I would, I kind of like Kyle Trask, honestly, if he, if, if we picked him, but that's too early I'm, for him. I'm, yeah. I'm just trying to be, I'm trying to be realistic though, because I don't know any of the good guys that would possibly be there at 15. If you're the Patriots and you think just Trask say, is a good just option, just say we don't. Oh, we don't. Okay. Let me let me talk. Let me talk. All right, all right. Uh, the smart move by far is to trade back late into the first round, take Trask there, save up picks, which I'm sure that's got to be like a wet dream for Bill Belichick, like yeah. saving picks. That just sounds like something he would love. Um, and then Trask is gonna be there. Everyone says he's a guy. All he needs is a clean pocket, and he's ready yeah. to go. Like okay, but if they it, can protect him, he'll be okay. In reality, at fifteen, and like you're not no trade up, who like based off who you think would be on the board, like what's the best quarterback to take at fifteen with no trade up? I think it would have to be Trask. Like if you if you have to pick if you you had to pick quarterback, I would I would definitely lean towards Trask. I don't I don't know anyone else unless Fields Fields, by some Wilson Lance is going to be gone. Mac Jones somehow. It's I swear to God, if we pick Kellen Mond, I will kill myself. Kellen Mond? I hate, be, oh my god. Hey, your birthday is coming up in a couple months to I don't know when your birthday is off the top of my head. Oh, beginning of beginning of fall. I will get you a Kellen Mond jersey. I, uh, I hope like I I hope not. I would be so mad. <laughs> okay. I can't stand Kellen Mond. Kel, yeah, that was like kinda in college, in my opinion, like not that Definitely. I saw the Cowboys were thinking about trading up for um, Pitts. How would you feel? No. No? Okay. No. Unless what I saw on Twitter, which I actually really liked, do not give up one pick in the first two rounds. It was either the first two rounds or the top 100 picks. It was one of those. Do not give up anything more than that to go get Pitts. Because I, it's I, I, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm saying it shouldn't happen. Yeah. Because this is why the Cowboys have so many great pass catchers. In my opinion, we move on from Amari in the next year. Okay. I would love to make that happen. Move on from Zeke and Amari, free up cap. And those guys, honestly, are just kind of dead weight at this point. Move CD Lamb, Michael Gallup up into the number one, number two spots and as, as pass catchers. If Kyle Pitts is there at 10, I'm, I'm totally not opposed to taking him. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's there, take him, I would say. He's a weird pick because, like, he's also not going to fill that, like, run blocking scheme that the Cowboys like to use. Like, I've seen, I think he can block better than people think. He's so skinny. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. It Gronk, does. It means everything in the Gronk NFL. Blocks well. Gronk is so old. He's lost so much weight at this point. Exactly. He used to be so that's much why, bigger. And he still blocks well. You're saying that Gronk gets left in on like every down. Yes. Like, uh, he, there's multiple videos of Gronk like pancaking people this year. Okay. Cool. There's videos of him pancaking someone. He's not taking all the reps in the game. The Bucks have different tight ends they can throw to, okay. and they can use. Well, to you block. have a, your Dalton Schultz for the run blocking. Okay. Are you really gonna? Are you really gonna go there? Like, you don't have to make fun of me like that. Um. 
there's one other point I want to get across. We'll save that for the rest All of the right. chats because we've got are a lot more talk. Are you ready to get into uh, college football or college basketball? I've got one quick one because I thought it was kind of a funny headline that I saw like okay. 15 minutes before we started recording. Uh, my other clown, it's actually kind of like a future, is golf. Uh, a UK source said that golf is facing an ex- existential crisis. New, new equipment and beefier players have created an era where tournaments belong to big hitters. Course designers are struggling to fight back. Yeah, I feel like we're course guys, definitely. Big course. Ah, uh, as someone who like, I haven't played a lot of golf recently. I've actually played first okay. time ever playing back to back. We still golf. need to play. We still we still have to get on the course together. What are all right? I think we can officially say for the listeners next week we can hit the course together sometime. Next week, yeah. I've got. I've actually got a semester long membership. Uh, yeah, so I'm, okay. I'm ready to I'm go. Next week, next week, we're getting a match on. One requirement: I play better when I use a push cart, so we're using push carts. All right, it's fun with me. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Um, anyways, the Masters are coming up. Let's just mention that real quick. We were talking earlier about how we're both rooting for Brooks. I don't know. Golf, I like Spieth. I, a lot of people don't like him, but I'm, I like Spieth. I thought Spieth was cool when he won his first one. I remember watching. My one him friend, one of my good friends, like really hates him because of like his like attitude or something. But like, I I, I think he's a good guy. He just seems so preppy. That's my issue. I feel like I just, every time I like actually get to know a golfer, I just feel like they're kind of just like, just a kid that grew up on a country club. And that just, (laughs) it just irks me the wrong way sometimes. On on her way to Buffalo Wild Wings, I was talking about before. So it was three people in the car and we were talking masters. And so like, we're just throwing names out there. And the one guy that doesn't really know anything about golf, like just goes, goes, how about Tiger Woods? And like me and the other guy in the car, just like look at each other and just go, nah, he's dead. <laughs> like, he's oh basically God. dead at this point. Like he's done. And, and like, I, I, I sent like, I said that to like my other friend, what I said, and he's like, wow, I can't believe you're like slandering Tiger. I'm like, how many car crashes has he been in now? Like, where can we draw the line? I mean, you might, I think you kind of crossed the line a little bit. I mean, his career, if you're speaking in a metaphor, he's the goat. Yeah, he's the goat. But like, can I'll we give maybe it. can we maybe crack a joke about his car crashes? Maybe not saying he's dead. That seems like a, yeah, that, that seems a little, little far. That seems a little far, to be honest. Like, what if you got in a I'm car crash? What if you got in a car crash and then I was talking to Papas and I was just like, yeah, Chives is dead now. Like, I feel well, like okay. you would be. Okay, here's a scenario. I'm in a bad car crash. Uh, you're getting together a little hoops game. Somebody like, how about tribes? You just go, nah, he's dead. I would think that's funny. Like, ah, I'm out. I'm dead. But I'm you, still okay. Alive. So you're you just get in a car crash, and you think right away. My my gut reaction is, I gotta organize a hoops game. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. If if you put that in your will, if that's your wish, I will do it. Like, I'm a loyal friend. I'll do whatever you ask me to do. But I'll just be <laughs> honest. Organize a hoops game. By my own by my own actions, I don't think my uh, my God's gonna tell me to organize a hoops game. All right, all right. Are we ready to talk? I mean, okay, okay, okay. I can't I can't say like I might not just fire like a, a text in a group chat be like they went down to hoop at like three today, but like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put that much effort into actually organizing it. I'll just I'll float it out there and let anyone take it over because my co-host just got in a car accident. All right, all right. Uh, let's jump into the uh, NCAA National Championship and Final Four kind of all together. So it started Saturday night. We haven't had an episode out. We'll just kind of recap it. Uh, Baylor absolutely smoked Houston. We don't really need to talk about that. But the UCLA-Gonzaga game was 
probably the best the best Final Four game I've ever watched in my lifetime. Ready for the coldest take ever? Yeah. One of the best games we've ever seen. I that bothered me for the for like three days after it. Everyone would say, and you see it all over Instagram and Twitter. They'd be like, "People might not realize it yet, but this is one of the best games we've ever seen in college basketball." It's like, yeah, you think a Final Four game that goes that gets forced to overtime on like a crazy last play of regulation, taking that charge, and then it ends on like a bank shot from the logo. Yeah, I think that's going to end up being one of the best shots ever, Honestly, especially when you build in. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, I almost still kind of hope it didn't go in because I was like, I wanted to watch more of that game. It was such a good game. I didn't want it to be over. Like it was so fun I. just watching him go back and forth. And I like, I didn't really have anything going on after that. I was going to like maybe watch Netflix. I was like, yeah. let's just, let's just do another overtime. Yeah, I, I wanted you to win after. too. I thought yeah, that same. Game was I would have so won $500 if UCLA won, by the way, would have been pretty oh, good. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your loss, man. Um, anyways. Yeah. I don't, I don't, think there's anything else left to talk about there i will talk about the final uh we already did baylor yeah. with just <laughs> yeah i breaking news baylor is your uh 2021 champion so, so congrats baylor bears oh my, i was right i was right green gang i should have yeah, stuck with you it were, you should have stuck with it uh me and my buddy both put bets on on who we thought would be like the highest scorer in the game i picked macy oteague he picked jared butler and jared butler ended up tying for the tying for like the lead high in points and like we thought he was just gonna like get his money back, and then he ended up winning because the highest score, if it's a tie, goes to the winning team, which was pretty cool. And Suggs and Butler tied for highest scoring, but Baylor won, so Butler got it. Uh, was your buddy Mitt P? No, it's not Mitt P. <laughs> okay, uh, Mitt P was sleeping during the game. <laughs> Mitt P forgot the tournament was still happening. Uh, <laughs> we can text him right now. Like we can, he can be, I won. Like he would have no idea. Do you think he'd know who won it all? I think he knows he got it right. Like I think he saw an Instagram post about the game, but like I just don't think he put two and two together that like he could have won the pool, be won the pool because he got the champion right. Yeah, I could see. It. He probably didn't, he probably does not have the app downloaded. <laughs> He's probably like, oh, cool. <laughs> I picked it right. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's basically all for the National Championship College Basketball. I will say the other day I was just, like, driving, and I was, like, thinking, like, wow, like, it's college basketball season is over. Like, it was so nice to have it back. We almost took it for granted now that it's gone. And now we're getting into that stretch where, I mean, we can, like, focus on the draft. Pretend that we actually care about baseball. But after that, like, it just turns into – like April and May baseball, which yeah. I'll be honest. Okay, I, not... I love my Phillies, but at the end of the day, like I'd rather watch football. Me too. I mean, it's fun, like checking scores. And if you can find the game, like watching the game, um... I'll say this, like I was watching just like a random baseball game. I had nothing, not a bet on it. Just like any, no Phillies. I forget the teams, but like, I was just kind of bored. Like the, I'm just kind of done watching baseball. If I don't have anything on it, I feel like if the I Phillies feel aren't playing or if a guy almost have to bet it to keep, keep entertained. Like, well, now that I'm a big fantasy guy in that big league, we're in, yeah. I feel like, I feel like I owe it to myself to be invested in my players. I've actually been making a lot of transactions. So actually just picked up Jake McGee last night. I don't know Josh. if I've set, I don't know if I've changed my lineup once since it started. Yikes. yikes. I dropped the big maple, James Paxton. Uh, I and, saw uh, he got a uh, Tommy John. All right, now let's get into the draft and the draft order, and there's been some trades and who we think is going to go where. Um, if I had to put my betting money down right now, I would say the 
first three is going to be Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Mac Jones. I mean, I feel like most people are on Square. the same page. <laughs> I feel like most people are on the same page with that right now. I don't know. Is there? Is do you think that they'll? That's that's how it'll look. Can I give you a hot take? Yeah. I will bet you fifteen dollars. Trevor Lawrence is taken first overall. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I th- I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty accurate at this point. It's annoying to me that like I feel like just talent gets overlooked these days. It's just yeah, we need to draft a quarterback to fit the new system of the NFL of yeah. drafting a rookie contract quarterback that's competent and then building around him. I get that strategy. Like if it was my team, I'd hope they do the same thing. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Well, I just, obviously, it was your team, and you didn't hope they did the same thing. Like, you had the opportunity to do that this year. I said, if we, have, I said if we have a top two pick, I would like to get Trevor Lawrence or Fields. Okay. I said that on the show. You did say that. I, I do remember that. Um, yeah, I mean, right now, I think that's gonna how it's going to look. I guess the 49 uh, – I, I, I guess we know what one and two are going to be. It's going to come down to who do the 49ers want between Mac Jones, Justin Fields, and Trey Lance, I guess. Honestly, I don't think Fields is in the conversation anymore. The more, I, more, the more I listen to the experts, the experts say Trey Lance is the only other guy that has a shot at uh, getting on the Mac Jones uh, competition. Is that true? I think that's – I listened to this, like, interview with, like, just a clip of an interview from Shefty. And he's like, they ask him a question. They're like, so who do you think will be the third quarterback off the board? There's like a long pause. It's like, hey, Shefty, who do you think is going to be the third quarterback off the board? Oh, it'll be Mac Jones. And like after like two seconds, he just chimes in and goes, it'll be Mac Jones. He's so confident it's going to be Mac Jones. I'm, I actually have a $100 bet with someone that it's going to be Mac Jones. Do you think Nick Saban, like when that pause happened, Nick Saban just pulled out a gun and pointed at him behind the camera? <laughs> yeah. Like – Maybe he needed some help in recruiting, and there was this great five-star who was out there, and he's just yeah, like, yeah. I, that, would, that would make sense because all the um, all 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 the quarter all the receivers have come out and said that they like him more than uh, Tua. Oh yeah, really? Remember that? There was like that string, like, oh, who did you like catching passes more from more, and like it was like, oh yes, I do remember Waddle, that. Waddle, Waddle, and who was uh, and what's. Devonta Smith both said that they'd rather catch passes from. Um, I think that's actually lefty slander. I always hated that. Everyone yeah. would complain. When lefty I played quarterback, slander. everyone would always complain. The ball spins a different way when you throw it. Like, dude, it's still a fucking spiral, like, right on your helmet. Like, wow. Catch, catch the ball, dude. You probably just, have a little more 2 love than anybody else as a lefty. I just threw a 60-yard bomb to you in double coverage for a touchdown, and you dropped it, like. It didn't show up in the stat sheet, like if you want to look online, but it happened. <laughs> if you want to look online, yeah. Um, basically, the things that I'm like looking forward to in the most in the draft are like where the other quarterbacks are going to go after the first three. If somebody's going to make a move, uh, I'm interested to see where Jamar Chase is going to go. I mean, people and how good he's going to be because he also hasn't played for a season. Who goes first, in your opinion, Devonta Smith or Jamar Chase? Jamar Chase, no doubt. Honestly, yeah. like. Even though he didn't play this year, to where is a tough question. It just depends yeah. what happens before him. I'm just gonna say the reason he's better. I just think Devontae Smith is too skinny. I think he's an injury prone guy who's not gonna be physical at, enough. I think if Chase is on the board at five, he goes to the Bengals. I think Burrow's gonna want him too much, and I think they're gonna respect Burrow's decision. I think could it's a bad. Little, could we say a little side note? How about next time I start speaking, you let me finish before you just cut it right over me? Does, it, right. does that sound good? <laughs> um, 
I think the Bengals probably will. I think Joe Burrow will be in their ear about getting Jamar Chase in the team just because, I mean, hey, they have that history. But I think it's kind of a bad move not picking Sewell there. Just the fact, like, yeah, you'll have good receivers, but you're not going to have time to get the ball to them. I know, I know the Bengals fans themselves want offensive line, which is a weird thing, where the fans themselves don't want the flashy player. They want the guy who's going to hold down the line. Yeah. But, I mean, you got a once – maybe not once in generation talent, but, like, top guy in his class. Yeah, I, I think that's so hard to say about a lineman, like once in a generation talent. I, I said it's not that. I said yeah. – I, I corrected myself Were to, they saying that about Quentin Nelson when he came out? I don't think I so. Don't, yeah. I don't think anyone talked about the offensive line when he came out. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think he's the best guy in their class, and Bengals are fools if they don't go there. Yeah. Um. The other thing that I kind of want to talk about was, so basically the Jets are now guaranteed going to pick Zach Wilson because they traded Sam Darnold. And my hot take is I think Sam Darnold can win the MVP next year. MVP? Yeah. Think about this for a second. Who's Do you know who Carolina's offensive coordinator is? Yes, Joe Brady. Joe Brady. Do you know what Joe Brady did to Joe Burrow? Yes, yes. He, made, he made an Heisman. Do you know Sam Darnold is – Arguably more raw talented than Joe Burrow. He has a bigger <laughs> arm. He has a bigger arm. He's like, I, I think Joe Brady can make Sam Darnold look like Joe Burrow at LSU. I really do. With those you weapons. Had, you had a loose string of like somewhat connected facts that like didn't really make sense on their own front. Yeah. And then you throw in the fact and he's like, and then you got Sam Darnold who's like arguably better. That doesn't. I think I, Dude, when he came out of USC, like he was, oh, he was a shoe in to be the number one pick. The only reason he wasn't is because the Browns liked Baker Mayfield. That was literally it. He was the best quarterback prospect in in the draft. It, it went Baker Mayfield, Saquon Barkley, Sam Darnold. I mean, that's some and pretty good company to be with. That was so long ago. Though. That was years okay, ago, back he, when they were coming out of college. How old is he? Like twenty five now. Yeah, but we've seen. I know he's in a terrible two years situation. Of Adam Gase, of Adam Gase, Sam Darnold. It's a fresh start. He's an LA guy, big arm, good market guy, coming from New York. I, I, I really think this is gonna work. Hey, I'm saying it's gonna work, but MVP is such a stretch. I think it's a great fit for him. You're I think they make he's... the. I, I think they make the playoffs as a wild card. I think the Bucks win the division, and I think he gets MVP vote. MVP votes. He does have great weapons around him. He does have. I mean, the defense definitely needs work in Carolina, but I think. Yeah. It's getting better. I think they could make a run at playoffs. I think they could definitely make a run at playoffs. And I think MVP is a little out there, but I'd say the ceiling for him is maybe sneaking into a Pro Bowl spot. Yeah. I mean, I think we both. Can, can we sell at Pro Bowl? Can we sell at Pro Bowl? A pot. I am, I'm Bowl. telling you this. I have already decided I am placing a $20 bet on San Darnold to, as a futures bet to win the MVP. The payout's like, going to be crazy if it happens. You could donate those $20 to like a children's hospital or it's a good cause or something. And instead you're just donating it to Vegas. Verbal meme. That's, verbal meme. That's your verbal choice. Meme, verbal meme. Chives with $20 and like the guy holding hands with the girl donating it to charity. But then like looking back at the other girl, betting it on Sam Darnold <laughs> to win MVP. <laughs> okay. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, yeah. Is there any other storylines you like here? I mean, the only uh, other I mean, thing I would say. We kind of talked about, like, what we think our teams want to do and, like, what we want our teams to do. 
Um, like teams in the market for a quarterback really are the first three teams: the Patriots, the Bears, the Broncos, the Broncos, um, maybe Washington. Yeah, they signed I mean, Fitzpatrick. Are you forgetting about your second favorite team? You did not mention the Patriots yet. I said the Patriots. That was the f- first one I said outside the top three. All right, that's my bad. Um, the Steelers. I think the Steelers are in the market. Yeah, but that's the Steelers are a team I could see going to get Trask. I think that could be a great Trask team. Oh, I hope not. I hate Pittsburgh. You would really not like that. Um, yeah, I think I think that about settles it. I don't know. There's a, there's other teams with like okay okay starting quarterbacks, but I don't know if they're necessarily going to go out and grab someone. So yeah, yeah, I, I think we're good to leave it there. Yeah, uh, let's NFL. Let's leave it at MLB. Uh, Personally, we talked a little bit. I'm happy with my Yankees. Personally, my team's in first place and yours isn't. Okay, it's very early in the season. We played my six team, games. We played my, two my teams. My team's two and one in their last three games, and so is yours. So I think we're pretty Real? we're pretty neck and neck. But we're three and zero oh in the other three. You played the weak mess, like you played a and we a didn't sweep team. them. We swept the strong Braves, the NLE's favorites. Mm. All right. I mean, I, um, I wouldn't want to run into the Phillies right now. It's we're we're what two series in? I don't. The first week of fantasy baseball. I love baseball, overreacting. I love overreacting. Like, it, it's only the, like fun if your team's good. I saw your tweet on Twitter before the first game. You tweet. You tweeted, uh, "Roach the World Series." Mm-hmm. Like, ring the bell. Hashtag. Oh, like, that's Phillies. our hashtag when we win. It's like after like every win, like. The Pirates is like raise the Jolly Roger. The the Cubs is fly the W, and the Phillies is ring the bell. What's yours? I think I think it's just hashtag New York. Eh, not good. You need something. <laughs> no, it's pro- I think it's something about pinstripes. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe twenty seven rings. That would yeah. be a good one. <laughs> yeah, I mean I guess. Um, I mean I'm it sucks because the last time both of our teams were in the World Series, we played each other. Oh wait, what happened though? What happened in that series? I don't remember. I was too young, nine years. Oh, old. I remember. The Yankees won. See, the funny thing is, I don't remember that Phillies that Phillies Yankees World Series in two thousand nine. But my memory is sharp as stone when it comes to the two thousand one uh, Super Bowl where Tom Brady took down the Rams, the powerhouse. The two thousand, yeah, I forgot. I forgot how well you remembered the two thousand one Patriots. Yeah, Super I mean, Bowl. the greatest show on turf was no match for Tom Brady and his young self. <laughs> I mean, I just remember sitting there with my sippy cup, just watching how Brady found the holes in the zone defense. I don't think you were even ready for a sippy cup yet at that point, but that's, yeah. that's impressive. I will say, I, I'm sure you probably remember the 2008 world series when they yeah, won. That was a good I one. feel like you probably just block out every single time they lose. That's, that's my new theory. Yeah. I mean the Yankees, like it was a good series. I mean, people forget a rod did steroids that year. So should oh, my God. should it even count? People were asking that was not that year. That was before that. I think it happened every year. <laughs> it did not happen every year. Can you confidently say that? Yep. Well, I'll, I'll talk to A-Rod after this uh, podcast uh, goes up, and I'll, I'll confirm it with him. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of unfair. I mean, the one year we got to play the Tampa Bay Rays, and then the next year we got to play the Yankees. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, I would have loved to play the Tampa Bay Rays again. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited so far for fantasy. How about that guy in the White Sox who's, like, insane? He, like, started out the year 8 for 8. Did you see that? Yeah, some how about guy. him? <laughs> no, some seriously, some guy on the White Sox, he's the backup catcher. Um, he started out the year eight for eight, and he's like on an absolute tear. I picked him up in my real fantasy baseball league. Uh, yeah, he's having quite the year. His name's like Mercedes. 
His name is Mercedes? No, I think his first name is Yerdin, and his last name is Mercedes. How confident are we in this name? Is this just like a loose it's like, feel? Why Mercedes? I think Yerdin is his first name. Is this the guy that hit the home run on like his first pitch? Maybe. I know he's he was eight for eight and he hit a home run today. Okay, well we'll we'll run that by our fact checker later. Give me one um, team that's not your team that you could see winning the World Series. Or that you would hope win the World Series if it wasn't your team. That I would hope? Yeah. All right, I'll give you a couple teams. I hope it's not first while I think about this. I hope it's not the Orioles. I hope it's not the Orioles because I'm sick of Papa's pretending like the Orioles have any shot of like doing anything this year. Obviously the Red Sox, right? Obviously the Red Sox. That's just you like have a deep rooted hate for them. Like I'm not a Yankees fan. I don't really know. Like how much do you actually hate the Red Sox? This year I don't really care because they suck. But like and 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 most first. Okay. Are are they actually in first? They won again today. They're good. I didn't. didn't, They're not good. Stop. Stop throwing around that word. Um, Like, do you really hate them? Yes, they're always that team that like they just find ways to win. You know. Do you hate the Red Sox more than any team in the NFC East? Like, do I? I probably hate the Red Sox more than Washington. Who do you hate most in NFC East? The Giants or the Eagles? Eagles, because they're better, or they were. And then next, the Giants, then Washington. I feel like the NFC East is just like one big rivalry. Like every game is a rivalry when they play each other. It just means more. It's, everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's all I really got. You got anything else? I don't. I never gave you a team, so I'm just gonna keep watching. <laughs> no, no, I'll give you one team that I hope wins at all. Who? The state, the state college baseball team, which the is Spikes? the name of my. Uh, no, no, oh. no, no! It's the name of my fantasy baseball team. Shout out Spikes, the- though. Shout out Spikes. Go Spikes. We're, we're going to have a big Spike summer up. here in State College. Spike up. Spike. Do, you, do you think an emoji even pops up when you, like, hashtag that? I doubt hashtag it. Hashtag spike up? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so. I mean, we're spiking uh, up, though. Yeah, big spike up podcast. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Send all right, off. I'm good. Peace out from Jives.